Sevi with Plot Points Podcast. I'm here with a good friend and terrific writer, um, Chris, Stry- Chris Stiers, ChristopherStiers.com. Chris, how are you doing today? Doing good. Yeah. yeah. 70 out here. It's yeah. In the 70s. It's yeah, wonderful. It's raining here. So, oh. uh, yeah, it's even better. I, I enjoy it. We're, but we are in for some hellaciously hot weather coming up, I guess. Next right? weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's a high pressure system. So, so Chris, we don't have time to talk about the weather. I'm, okay. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing here. What, what yes, are you sir. thinking? Uh, first of all, let me say hello to all our fans all over the world. We, um, we are a humble little podcast. We just chit chat about things that we find interesting and we're glad that we have uh, people that listen to us. Um, so thank you very much for, your support in all the countries in the world and our, especially our great country. So, uh, Chris, I'm sure you've seen this. I'm sure most of our listeners have. The Writers Guild have agreed in principle to that the strike is over and they have to ratify the new contract, right. um, which will come this month. They'll, they'll vote on it this month. But I wanted to cover some of the things that just really briefly, I have two websites uh-huh. um, that you guys, I'll put them in the show notes. One is Mashable and um, the other one is called, uh, let me look it up here real quick. It's a, uh, it's called uh, WGA contract 2023.org. So I yes. don't know who put that up, but it is, it's got a great summary of the contract and basically the writers got everything they wanted. Uh, we were there with in solidarity with them, but yes. they were the ones that re- that walked the picket lines. Right. Um, and just just to go through it real quick, they asked for a minimum amount of writers to be uh, hired on every show, meaning that there can't be just one writer for the show. Uh, so that that was a okay. good uh, a good um, uh, get. Better pay all around. Uh, better pension and health coverage, which good, is important. Good. They have a lot of pro- prohibitions against AI, yes. which I think was one of the big ones coming up. Obviously, we AI is going to be is already, but it will be huge. And so there's you can't uh, I can't remember how it's phrased, but they can't the the studios can't use AI in in anything unless something there's there's like you know they have to be that has to be approved but it says let's see the new agreement affirms that ai is not considered a writer and anything it generates can't be considered literary assigned or source material it does leave room for writers to use artificial intelligence as a tool provided the production company consents so that's on mashable and i'll i'll post this uh link to the uh show notes which is that that's a huge huge thing yeah um and then the other thing which I thought was were a bigger get was they they have something now called success based residuals, uh-huh. which means that if a show is, is successful, the the writers get paid more. At least the creator yes. gets paid more. So there's some there's other provisions. There's a whole you know sheet of them. Uh-huh. Uh, but they these this is a great agreement. It really is, and I hope that um, everybody who comes into this business. Um, who works with the Writers Guild or under the Writers Guild's um, contract mm-hmm. or, or agreement um, appreciates what the work that, that was done to get this to get to this point. Um, okay. Yeah. And, I, you know, it'll AI will get more streaming will get more. All this will get more before it gets less. So we'll yeah. this is very these are very important um, 
you know, for the for the writers. So uh, congratulations to all union writers. And and then, oh, we got I got so much. So I got a lot of promotions here. I apologize in advance for all the commercials, but uh, that's so we've got. um, So coming up first is a book signing on October 8th Uh uh, at Book Carnival in Orange. And it's for Blood Fiction Volume 2, of which uh, Chris is a contributing author. He's also uh, Blood Fiction Volume 1. In case you don't know, Chris is a very accomplished uh, novelist and prose writer. He's he's working on screenwriting right now, but um, he's he's done a lot and his stories are incredible. So if you're in California, Southern California on Sunday at noon, Book Carnival is uh, in orange. I, I don't I'll put the the uh, the address in the show notes and uh, it'll be I think um, mo- there's 18 writers in this new volume. I think uh, yes. at least half of them will be there. So that'll be yes. that'll be a lot of fun. That's that's uh, October 8th at noon book signing for Blood Fiction Volume yes. 2. Then um, I have a free seminar uh, coming up on I'm I'm calling it who what when or who what why which are the plot char- character and theme uh-huh. and they're the ten poles of all stories but what's missing there's something missing in that equation so uh, and then I'm you know I'll talk about my classes and stuff like that so that's on that's on Zoom uh, you can go to either there's a bunch of meetup groups for Orange County Screenwriters Association Orange County Film and Television and Costa Mesa Film. Uh, and television, um, or you can go to scriptwritingclasses.org. There's a, a, a link to sign up for the uh, seminar, or you can go, uh, there's just a bunch of places, but um, I'll what also date put. is the seminar? The seminar is on the 14th. It's a Saturday. Okay. Uh, Saturday morning, uh, 10:30. And I will, I will put the link to the registration or to the show, to the Zooms, uh, thing in the show notes so that should be fun that's on zoom everybody's invited come on down and then finally uh i've got classes starting um the intro class starts on the 19th of october which is a thursday it's eight classes uh you takes you from soup to nuts to get you started on your writing i think it's a very informative class i always enjoy teaching it and hopefully the people who attend enjoy it enjoy it Anyway, so that's pretty much it. I apologize again for all the commercials, but that's a lot going on here. So, and what's uh, the date for your intermediate class? Well, that you have to audition for that class. I can't. Right. That's on the. That's that Tuesday before that. That's the. Uh, that's the tenth, I think. Uh, not the Tuesday before it, but the tenth. Just so everybody knows, even if you're an experienced uh, scriptwriter, you have to. You have to. I have to approve you for the Tuesday class. Right. Simply because it's so um, specific to the way I teach screenwriting. Yes. So, yeah. I know I took it and I learned a lot. I thought I knew quite a bit about screenwriting. And what I knew was just a tiny bit. <laughs> well, and, your cl- and your class was wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you. The intro class. That was the intro class. Yeah, the class. intro class. Yes. Well, you're. Yeah. And you're, you're doing great work in the intermediate class right now. And you're, you're a valuable, I mean, you're, the intermediate class is basically a workshop. It, the yes. intro class is, is, you know, co- 
the fundamentals of structure and formatting and all that stuff. But the, the Tuesday class is just, is basically a workshop. We work our butts yeah. off. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. We read got a lot. Some excellent writers and some great stories going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a terrific class. I'm, I'm really blessed to have such great people like yourself and, and the other students in that class. So. So anyway, enough about enough about me and us uh, and our classes and all that stuff. Chris, yeah, what are you watching these days? Well, I just watched the uh, pilot for the Irrational. Ah, with Jesse L. Martin, and yeah. I enjoyed it. They haven't shown any further episodes of it yet, but I'll I'll continue. He's a good, he's a lot, he's very believable. Yes. Uh, he was in Law and Order. He came, yes. came, yeah, he was really terrific in that show. And he's a psychiatrist who helps the cops. Yeah. Isn't he a college professor also? Yes. Or something? Yeah. Yes. Okay. What else? Anything? And I ended up finding and watching the pilot for Rockford Files. Oh, how much fun. Wow. Yes, it was. And I also ended up watching an old movie that I had seen, hadn't seen in a long time, Birdman of Alcatraz. Oh, uh, Kirk Douglas. Yeah. Burt Lancaster. Burt Lancaster, right. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, that was a really interesting film. Yes. I don't think something like, I don't know, you think something like that could get made today? I think so. Yeah. But I think they, nowadays they'd play up his bad side a little more than they did in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Okay. So brand new and, and quite old, uh, yes. you, you ran the gamut. Yeah. I've been watching MI five, which is a, which is a spy show on, it used, it is also called spooks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's on BritBox. I'm really enjoying that. It, it's, you know, it's different. I don't know how to describe it, but it's, it's yeah. interesting. And then I'm also, I, <laughs> I don't know if I can justify this TV series, but there's a show called Mrs. Brown's Boys, uh-huh. and it is so um, not politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching something that's not PC. Oh my God! The, oh God! It was. Uh, it's a. It's an Irish comedian. Yeah. Who started a radio show and. He wrote a radio show called Mrs. Brown's Boys, and he uh-huh. they couldn't find a, a voice actor. And so he stuck himself in there to give him a sense of, uh, what it was about. Yeah. And, uh, they, they used him. So it's a guy dressed up as a woman, as an old, older woman. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's just, oh my God, it's just F bomb this and F bomb that and fecking this and fecking <laughs> that. And oh Lord. And it's, it's so politically incorrect, Chris. I can't yeah. tell you, but it's also funny as hell. So I don't, okay. I guilty. Anyway, and then I'm just uh, continuing to watch all my uh, British. I love British TV. I I love American TV, too. There's no doubt. We're going to talk a little bit about that on the top five. Anyway, uh, we're Plot Points Podcast. Uh, My name is Mark Sevy. I'm with uh, Christopher Stiers, my my co-host and sometimes collaborator. Chris has eight books done, uh, ninth one in the works. The last one is... um, Heaving, Desire and witchery. Yeah, heaving bosoms at uh, <laughs> <laughs> Desire and Witchery now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, he you can find him on Amazon or uh, Barnes and Noble or, or anywhere books are sold. It's yes. he's he's all over the place. Um, and he's just a really great guy. So I appreciate. Well, uh, thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate him. So, Chris, what are you been working on? Speaking of your writing prowess, I uh, the screenplay that I was working on, which was a creature feature, I had to put it aside. No, oh, okay. I needed to think about it more. They're hard to write. Yes. And then I started, I had an idea for an action mystery. Uh huh. And I started working on that. And I'm very pleased with how the, that screenplay is coming along. Okay. You're good at action. So I can't, I yeah. can't, I, I don't know too much about your mystery chops. Have, have you done yeah. mystery before? Somewhat. Uh huh. You know, it's gotten put into, um, my uh other works mm-hmm. okay cool so but nothing like uh you've never written a mis- quote that unquote yeah. yeah yeah okay no. it, they're hard to write too obviously yes. so um myself i just had my one article for creative screenwriting uh magazine drop on theme oh. which i enjoyed writing uh theme is really one of those amorphous uh you know people ask well do i have a theme and yeah, if you're just writing anything that has a protagonist and antagonist, usually good versus evil is the the thing. But it's hard. It's hard to define. It's oh, hard. To, it's yes. even harder to get to get a good solid one. And then I'm also working now on a new article for them, which I'm enjoying quite a bit. And then I just talked to a, a novelist, uh, quite an accomplished novelist, and I'm going to work on adapting one of his uh, books to the screen i think oh, okay. uh, I, i'm not sure yet we're we're still negotiating but uh okay and he is a mystery writer so oh, i don't okay. i don't have to figure all that crap out i can just okay. write you can just steal his stuff so yeah. that'll be fun and then i mean as always i'm always you know looking for a new idea new i mean that's our that's our world right we, yes. we go we go from project to project i don't right. have, have you ever stopped writing i've hit some uh down periods mm-hmm. but they never last that long mm-hmm. yeah everybody takes a break i guess or yeah. has a, has yes. a, a fallow but i mean i don't i don't think i've well let's put it this way have you ever stopped thinking about writing no yeah that's that's the, never happened right and that's what you got to do you yeah. you got to keep it going Okay, so uh, Chris, we you, we kind of again shot ourselves in the foot with this. <laughs> Honest to God, I I we, we've modified this thing twice in order yeah. to get it under control, and it's still not under control. But it's our top five TV series from 2010 to 2023 that have gone more than five seasons. So it had to yes. go at least five seasons right? and be between uh, 2010 and 2023. Uh, yeah. So what did you come up with? I, you, like you, I changed my list. I don't know how many times. Oh yeah. Anyway, I have blue bloods. Okay. <laughs> uh, Big bang theory. Big bang. Yes. Uh, the cable series Outlander, and this is this one is so good. I kept switching my one and two picks, but Bosch. Oh, jeez. Oh, how did I forget? I didn't pick Bosch. How did I forget Bosch? Oh my god. Oh, it's so good. And in my number one spot, I've got Downton Abbey. 
Downton Abbey. Yeah, you have an unusual taste <laughs> because oh, I would me? never, I would, well, I would never have assigned Downton Abbey to you. I would never have assumed that would be one of your top, your, cause it is good. Uh, yes. it, it's like, uh, you know, I almost put the crown on, uh-huh. on my list, which I really enjoyed. Uh, but I don't think it's gone five seasons. I think that's, I think it's yeah. anyway. And I, we didn't cross, uh, at all. Uh, oh, wow. A, yeah. The reason I was chuckling at Blue Bloods is because I knew you would pick either that or NCIS. So, yeah. uh, that was one of the things we chuckled about, you and I, uh, yeah. the, when we were talking about this. So, all right. Uh, so I picked Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, I almost did. Yeah. It, it I, I couldn't not, uh, Miss, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel simply, oh, simply yeah. because I wanted something comedic. Yeah. Let's see what else. Oh, uh, Happy Valley, which is a British TV series. Uh-huh. And it's about a constable, a woman, an older, uh, female constable. And uh-huh. the character actor or the actor who played, uh, Granchester, James Norton, I think oh, that's okay. his name, is in it. Uh, oh, and he, okay. he plays a bad guy. He plays in a marvelous bad guy. Oh. And then, uh, Sherlock, the right. Sherlock Holmes, ben- Benedict Cumberbatch, Sherlock Holmes. Okay. And Luther, which I, oh. I had, I had to pick Luther. So. Okay. But I mean, I had the, some of these, I just, I couldn't believe, like, I, I had Better Call Saul in there. Yeah. I had, uh, of course, some of these were out of our date range. I had Sopranos, oh. House MD, yeah. Sons of Anarchy, um, The oh. Wire. Man, there's just there's just no way that we've ever had television this good. It's this amazing. Is a golden age. Truly, truly is. Well, we could do another top five list or top ten list and come up with completely different. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah, just amazing. If, if the ones we picked were banned from the new list, we'd still come up with a yeah, good list. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Well, listen, we're plot points podcast. You can reach us at 919 scripts, which is 919-727-4787 or at plotpoints.com or anywhere, uh, podcasts are. And we are all over the world and appreciate our audiences, uh, listening in other countries. Hope, I hope you're not bored by our chatter, our constant chatter. If you have any suggestions, please call that number or send us an email. 919 scripts is the phone number and has a Google voice recorder on the other end and we'll we'll uh we'll be happy to take your suggestions or your comments good Uh or bad we're we're always looking to improve our work um chris i don't know if we'll include this in the podcast or not we've been talking for a while but did we have any questions that came up i don't know if we can do them justice but is there something uh one did it uh we were asked ways to create a solid main character Ah, uh, well, um, hmm. so one of, so the article I'm working on for Creative Screenwriting Magazine has to do with character, but it has to do with creating a, or a creating a character that's challenging, but still likable. Mm-hmm. And I do have some insight into that. I don't know if I want to reveal it on the podcast at this point. Maybe I'll wait one another until it gets published. But just basically, the easiest thing to do is create a solid backstory for your character. And also, you and I probably reject more characters than we write simply because we don't think that they're they're compelling enough or they're interesting yeah. enough or unique enough yeah. and i would assume that the show that you just watched the irrational with jesse yeah. martin yeah. would have a very interesting slant on that character 
Yes, and yeah. they gave some hints. Yeah, and so that's what you have to do. You have to compel people based on not only who they are, but what they what well, not only what they do, which is a cop or psychologist or attorney or mm-hmm. nurse or doctor, but who they are and how they how they interact with their world. I think that's yeah. the important part. So, yeah. well, it's like the series Bosch. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily a really likable character, right? But he's fascinating. And, well, when and, they he, get in, and when they get into his backstory, you're just like, oh, my God. So, uh, yeah. So Michael Conley is just a terrific writer and he created a really interesting and then oh. he gave, then he gave him good. I mean, some of the characters in the in the room, like Crate and Barrel and oh, yeah. the lieutenant and uh, his partner, Jamie Hector is Bosch's partner. Uh-huh. And his uh, his character name is J Jeremy Edgar, so it's J. He calls him J Edgar. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, no, you're right, absolutely. And All right, based well, on a series of books by yeah, Michael Connolly, and actually the books. I don't know if you've read any, but I have. They're really good. In fact, yeah. I'm reading one called Angel's Flight. That was the basis of one of the seasons, and uh, mm. I I put it aside when I picked it up because I thought, okay, I'd, I I want to see the TV. I want to watch the series yeah. first. So anyway, no, it's a, it is a, it's a good question. It's hard to look, it's hard to get characters right. And it's yes. hard to get, uh, imp- compelling characters, right? Oh, yes. But, uh, do, do diligence, do your background, do your, yes. you know, do, uh, give them, you know, don't pick the first occupation or first characteristic. Yes. Uh, so anyway, but that'd be a good, a good book. Character, uh, characteristics, character characteristics. Some, I don't well, know. If you haven't done an article on this topic, you should consider it. Well, there's some, there is one coming up on character, but it's more oh. like, it's more like challenging characters than okay. characters who you don't, you're not supposed to like yeah. kind of thing. So anyway. All right. Well, anyway, Chris, uh, do we have a writer's quote? I do. Okay. This is a quote from Robert Frost. Ah. Great okay. writer, great poet. He said, no tears in the writer, no tears in the reader. Mm. No surprise in the writer, no surprise in the reader. Wow. Very compelling. Very compelling. And he would know. Yes. Yes. Well, anyway, uh, thank you, Chris. And thank you for the, uh, for the, for the, for the great, uh, co-piloting, uh, <laughs> that you do every week. I appreciate it. Uh, ChristopherStyers.com mm-hmm. is the website and you can, um, find him everywhere on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Goodreads, yeah. uh, Smashwords, uh, you name it. The, the, the uh, cutout bin at Walmart. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's been right. Because Chris has been writing since he was a kid. So he's got a lot of stuff out there. And, oh, yeah. um, and my name's Mark Sevy. We're Plot Points Podcast. We're bi monthly. Thank you to our worldwide audience. Uh, you can reach us at 919 Scripts, which is 919 727 4787, or plotpoints.com is the website. Or you can go to Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts or wherever fine podcasts are shown. Uh, Chris, have a great week uh, or till we talk to you next time on the podcast. Uh-huh. Be, be safe. I hope you uh, enjoy the cooler weather until it starts to hot up again here in Southern California. Yep. Uh, and for myself, for Christopher Styers at ChristopherStyers.com, for all the men and women at Orange County Screenwriters Association, please check the show notes for all the links and dates for all the stuff coming out, but also be inspired 
and do good work. 